Pelicans fall to the Denver Nuggets in overtime, 121-14. Is this a glass half full or half empty game for New Orleans and the Pelicans? Let's talk about it in the Thursday edition of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Thursday, day after the Pelicans lose to the Denver Nuggets in overtime, 121-14, and this is going to be the theme of today's show. And this is a question I'm posing to you listeners. So let me know on Twitter at Nola Jake or on YouTube where the podcast is also. Is this a glass half full game or a half empty game for the New Orleans Pelicans? Falling in overtime again, 121-14 to the Denver Nuggets. A decent enough team. And we'll talk about this in the first segment. Second segment, we'll talk about really like what's going on with this roster. Why are they so up and down? Because I think it's safe to be able to draw some conclusions for that. And then in the third segment, the, the notes I have here on all of my stuff basically just says Herb Jones is really good. Like that's my those are my notes for the third segment. So before we get into all of that, thank you for making locked on Pelicans your first. First listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. No, no one else, like literally no one else is coming to you like this every single day, talking about everything you want to know with this team. Biggest topics, trade targets, when will Zion return? All of that stuff. We're covering it here at Locked On Pelicans. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well and make Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. All right, let's talk about the 120-114 loss to the Denver Nuggets. Half full or half empty, right? I think there's a couple, two ways, couple, you could look at this, right? They kept it close to a team that's 500 and that has the reigning MVP in Nikola Jokic, who's really freaking good, right? Like, that dude is awesome. 39 points for him, 11 assists, 10, uh, 11 rebounds, a triple-double, shooting 17 of 23 from the field. New Orleans tried a number of different things, but they couldn't get it done against him. He was just too good. Late in the game, took over, took over in overtime, scoring basically all of the points for the Denver Nuggets. Had that bucket baseline with just unbelievable footwork to give the Denver Nuggets a two-point lead before Devontae Graham missed a shot. Then Valanciunas got the ball, put it back in to send it to overtime. But he just cooked down the stretch, right? And he's the MVP for a reason. That dude's really good. You're not supposed to slow that guy down. No team really does that. So they kept it close against the team with that guy, right? You had an excellent game from Jonas Valanciunas. 21 shots on the night, 27 points, 11 rebounds for him. I've been saying they need to feed him the ball more. He needs to be more of a focal point of the offense. You can't have him taking nine shots per game. There's the Twitter account. Did Jonas Valanciunas have a good game? The answer in this one, unequivocally, yes. Including the game time put back. Okay, so he had a good game in this one, right? You had a nice game from Nikhil Alexander-Walker off the bench. 15 points on 10 shots. He was 6 of 10. Finally kind of has one of those more complete games from him. Four rebounds, two assists. That's pretty good work from him, right? And then you have Herb Jones, who was just freaking great, including having a poster that should be when the Pelicans do their NFTs. Just make it that, right? Put Herb Jones' jersey in the rafters after dunking right over 
uh, Nikola Jokic in this one. And again, we'll have more on Herb Jones in the third segment of today's show. And they had a five-point lead in the fourth. This is a team missing Zion Williamson that has seven wins. It's not bad for all, all things considered, right? But then there's the flip side of that. You had a five-point lead and completely failed to close. The defense was off balance all night. Aided a little bit by the refs, but Denver got to the line 27 times. You're going to lose when that's the case. After the game, Willie Green talked about how this team consistently shot themselves in the foot. You had 22 turnovers in this game. That's not going to win you very, very many ball games whatsoever. So they really kind of gave this one to the Denver Nuggets. Like, come on, this has been the problem all season long. And that's going to tie into what I want to talk about in the next segment of today's show. In the fourth quarter, Brandon Ingram didn't, didn't score a point. 0 for 1. He should be taking more shots. He did have three assists, but no one else was able to step up when he was consistently doubled. All of that leads to me feeling pretty bad about this one. Like, this game should have gone to overtime. You saw the Denver Nuggets not look great over periods in this one. Their third quarter was absolutely atrocious. Probably the worst they've played all season long. They scored just 16 points. And you couldn't win. Right? Like, as for all of the good that you did in this one, you've got to close and finish it out. And the Pelicans were incapable. Like, this is a team that's starting 35-year-old Jeff Green. Yes, they have Jokic, but there's no Michael Porter Jr. There's no Jamal Murray. Those are their two other big, big stars. They played a guy, Facundo Campazzo, 22 minutes. Like, that's not great from them. Jeff Green, again, 35. He's my age, and I feel washed as all hell, right? Played 36 minutes. Do you even know who Devon Reed is? He played nine minutes. And you couldn't beat that team that is pretty banged up and feels like they're running on fumes at times. That to me is where it's a glass, glass half empty kind of loss for this team. Just unable to close down the stretch guys, not stepping up. You had Devonte Graham again, your big free agent signing, right? He shot on the night in this one where the numbers just go. I just lost him here. He was four of 13 for 12 points, four of 12 from three. Five assists, sure, but you've got to do more than that. Not really able to make any sort of impact. So is it glass half full or glass half empty? And that's what I'm asking you today. Let me know on Twitter, at Nola Jake, or in the comments on YouTube. I love seeing those. I try and respond as much as I can throughout the day. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. So coming up, let's talk about why this team's so inconsistent. I think there's certain things that we can draw conclusions on, and I talked about this on WWL Radio yesterday. So that's going to come up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Shopify. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products and Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using the Shopify point of sale POS app and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So startups, um, upstarts and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online in and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. So scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility and Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. Those treasury management services I used to work in a bank and in finance 
unbelievably expensive. You got to qualify by having I mean, a certain amount of dollar and revenue, and it's just tough to get qualified for those certain things. But Shopify makes it so easy, and I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it super easy for any businesses to succeed from down the street to around the globe. And Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses, again, from first sale to full scale, reaching customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And it allows you to gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. You've always got to know your numbers, and Shopify makes it easy to do that. So go to shopify.com slash MBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash MBA right now. Shopify.com slash MBA. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by Truebill. You know why those free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam that's out to get you, so don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions today. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. And on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. But Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. I just loaded all mine in there. I'm looking forward to saving a bunch of money. Just getting rid of things you don't even need or realize you have. Truebill just makes it so easy. I don't need to like dance around on the website, have to email or whatever. They just make it so simple. There's nothing worse than feeling like you got scammed. And Truebill is going to make it so you don't feel that way. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. And for your second listen, go check out Locked On Saints with host Ross Jackson, breaking down everything black and gold. All right, we're talking about the loss to the Denver Nuggets, 120-114 in overtime. The question of the day for you all, and let me know again on Twitter, at Nola Jake, or in the YouTube comments, and I will respond. Is this a glass half-full game or a half-empty game for you? Did... They keep it close, and this is just kind of like a plucky underman, not great, going through some growing pains Pelicans team that took Denver Nuggets, who are pretty decent, even with Nikola Jokic, to a close game. Or is this a game that the Pelicans should have won? They threw it away. It is a banged-up Denver Nuggets team, and they should have just won this one outright. It shouldn't have gone to overtime, and we should be a little bit more excited on today's podcast. But I don't think we're ready to say this is a good team yet, right? Like, as much as they could have won that game, this is kind of par for the course right now. It's something maybe we just need to accept with this Pelicans roster, I think. You know, they are inconsistent. And I was on WWL Radio Sports Talk with Bobby Hebert, uh, Christian Garrick, and Mike Dettelier the other day talking about this. And Bobby asked me, like, what, you know, should we start believing in this team? And I said, no, not yet. Maybe in the future, right? You can see the, the makings the base somewhere of a good team. Keep that in mind because I want to come back to it in a second, right? But when you look at this game, especially down the stretch, they kind of fell apart and just didn't do the right things. And you see some like glaring issues with this team and with this roster. Late in the fourth quarter, they had multiple possessions. They could have just ended it. But they just weren't able to kind of make the plays. And it comes down to kind of two things, right? You're running the offense through Brandon Ingram. I said he was 0 for 1 in this one, 3 assists. He was getting doubled whenever he got the ball. 
in the fourth quarter. The Denver Nuggets were going to let anyone else beat them but Brandon Ingram, and no one else was capable of stepping up and doing that. They doubled Brandon Ingram beyond the three-point line or had a guy ready to go should he try and drive. So you saw a couple of times they parked Jokic basically on the free throw line. Brandon Ingram's beyond the three-point line. Should he drive, there's Jokic for an easy trap and double and try and force the ball out of his hands. That means no one's protecting the rim, right? You have a guy like uh, Josh Hart or Herb Jones in the corners. Someone needs to cut. Everyone was just waiting for Brandon Ingram to start to drive and dance, forcing the defense to kind of move. But they were already in pre-position. They weren't going to need to move. And so when the offense stagnates like that, right, literally no one is cutting. What's Brandon Ingram supposed to do? He passes the ball. That person's covered because they, they were stationary. And nothing happens. And you have empty possessions on offense. And the Pelicans ultimately lose the game and can't get it done because of something like that. That was disappointing to see. There are a number of times where they just don't have people to kind of make some of the plays. You would see Jonas Valanciunas set a pick up on the three-point line, whether it was Brandon Ingram or Devontae Graham, and he rolls to the rim and actually has some space, but Brandon Ingram couldn't get him the ball. Devontae Graham doesn't have the height to try and get him the ball and isn't a playmaker in the pick and roll, and nothing happens, right? Then you just pass the ball around the perimeter, and passing the ball around the perimeter like that can be useful, but not when no one's moving. And so you have all of these kind of stationary plays. The offense stagnates, and that's it. Empty possessions that lead to turnovers and then fast break points because it's super easy to defend at that point, right? It's not hard. And when you turn the ball over 22 times, yeah, it's going to be easy. 31 points off turnovers, by the way, for the Denver Nuggets capitalizing on all of that in a game that went to overtime that you lost by six. Yeah, you know, you look at this team, and I think some of it is – these just players aren't that great. There's They need a point guard that can run the pick and roll. Like desperately need a guy that can run the pick and roll. As much as they need a shooter, you need someone that can run the pick and roll. That's why De'Aaron Fox, even though he's not a good three-point shooter at the guard position, is very intriguing to me. You just need a bit of a playmaking guard. The guards they have do not have that. Now it's maybe exacerbated a little bit by the injury that Kyra Lewis Jr. suffered in the second quarter. He's getting an MRI and imaging done on his knee, and we'll see if this is significant or not, but it seems, at least kind of on the surface of everything, doesn't look particularly good. So, you know, you have some talent here, but they don't put it together as a team. This is something we said a lot last year, right? There's a collection of individual talent, but they don't look like a team And you kind of feel that same way right now. And some of this is understandable. You're still integrating a new starter in Valanciunas. Same for Devontae Graham. You have a new coach in Willie Green. Look, as much as I like Willie Green, he's making some some rookie coaching mistakes. Not doubling Nikola Jokic as he started to go off in this game because you were worried about him dishing nine assists in the first half. like Or first first half, whatever it is, first three quarters. Get the ball out of the best player's hands and let anyone else beat you. Just like what the Denver Nuggets were doing to Brandon Ingram, maybe the Pelicans should have done that to Nikola Jokic, but they were worried about his passing so much. So they just let the dude go for a cool 39 points. It's a rookie coaching mistake by Willie Green. So that doesn't help things, right? That he himself is figuring some things out. Still the right coach, better than keeping Stan Van Gundy or anything like that, but there's mistakes there. So this team kind of is what it is, right? Devontae Graham... Nice player for the price. True difference maker? I'm I'm not really sure about that right now. You know, Brandon Ingram doesn't show up in the fourth quarter to a certain degree, partially because I don't think the teammates are there to really kind of help him out. And of course, you're missing Zion. And maybe he's the key that makes this group a team more so than the individual players that they are. But who knows when that's 
going to change and he's going to come back. So, you know, it just kind of like is one of those situations. Yes, you know, Charles LaRocca, who hosts the excellent spaces after the games on Twitter at LaRocca504, you know, uh, says there's a good basketball team here. And he said this on Twitter and I agree with him, right? We've seen it in flashes. That's what he says. But when are they going to put it together? Yes, there is a good team here somewhere. I, I actually believe that. But when does it get put together? And I don't have an answer for you on that. Does it get put together this season? Because if it doesn't, there's going to be more roster turnover next year. And that means that they're going to go through these same growing pains again. So when do you kind of get, when do you start taking two steps forward and not one step back? Or two steps forward and two steps back? Because that's what it feels like the Pelicans have been doing for a long time now, particularly this season. Yeah, there's talent here. They can be good. But are they going to figure it out? There's definitely a lot of low basketball IQ, right? The turnovers are particularly brutal. Brandon Ingram with six. Valanciunas with three. Josh Hart with six. This should have been figured out, especially for those three guys by now, right? And it hasn't been. So should we be expecting this good team to be consistent? Or are they kind of what they are and you got to make more changes? And that, I think, is, is part of the problem, right? It's just not an easy spot to kind of be in with a team like this. And that's why you lose to a team like the Denver Nuggets. They should have won this game. Like No doubt in my mind, they should have won this game. They were in position to win this game, but they didn't. All right, let's talk about Herb Jones. Let's end on a positive note here in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Coming up here next, um, we'll talk about the Pelicans rookie who's been really, really good. But before we get to that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Stance. I just bought a bunch of Stance socks, and these things are absolutely awesome. They're colorful. They're comfortable. They're really well made. They're super soft, feel really good on my feet all day long. And they're fun to wear. Like, lets me show off a lot of my personality. And I'm looking forward to buying more of these. And these are going to be great gifts for everyone over the holidays. So, founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. I'm a huge nerd. Some people commented on my Green Lantern shirt that I was wearing in yesterday's episode. I got Batman stance socks. I got Star Wars stance socks and yeah, NBA and Pelicans stance socks. I love these things. They feel so good. I'm on my feet a lot walking around. You know, when I'm traveling a lot for work on planes, you just kind of want to be comfortable and stance socks are absolutely great. And I love these things. They're going to last a while. You can tell they're made of like quality material that I'm not going to wear through these things. They're not going to have holes or anything like that in there. And everyone in my meetings, you know, when you're sitting cross leg and people can see your socks, they love them. I get complimented every single time. So Stance believes that perfect fit matters more than fitting in. Those that feel good, do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code locked on at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life, le- of a life less or ordinary with stance. All right. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for y'all breaking down everything you want to know about this team, the good and the bad, the half full, the half empty. And that's the question on today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Was this a glass half full game, half empty game? And do you think this team's ever going to put it together with this, this roster, with these players? Because I think that's a bit of an open question right now. 
but a guy who is putting it together. No doubt in my mind about this one. Herb freaking Jones, the rookie out of Alabama, second round pick. Dude was awesome in this game. 19 points, seven rebounds, three assists, one steal, two blocks, only two turnovers. Made both of his threes, eight of 11 from the field. And the poster over Nikola Jokic, the reigning MVP. What an awesome highlight for the rookie. Out of the second round, like you're not supposed to do that to the reigning MVP of the league and make this kind of impact on this Pelicans team. He was so good in this game. When I talked about how players weren't moving off ball, the one dude who does it, Herb Jones, you're starting to see his offensive game come together. He might not have a reliable jump shot or anything like that, but he can cut and he can try and score the layup at the rim. Just an outstanding game for him. This is a guy that needs to be honored in some capacity over All-Star Weekend for New Orleans, whether it's, you know, the the rookie game, what, the world game, like the, the USA versus the world with first and second year players, something. This guy needs to be in something because he has been that good and he's maybe like the best kept secret in the NBA right now. This Pelicans team isn't going to be good and that's going to hurt him on the all-rookie teams. But if you keep playing like this, 19 points and really good defense overall, like, he, he needs to be in there somewhere. He has been that good this year. He signed for three years for New Orleans. It's kind of like unbelievable how nice it is to have a player like this. It's a safe jersey buy, in my opinion. Pelicans should start thinking about trying to extend him right now and keeping him here for as long as possible because this dude should have a very long career in the NBA. I am so thrilled I was so wrong about this. You rarely see second-round picks contribute like this, especially as a rookie. Man, they nailed it with him. Like, There's no other way to put it. As much flag as I give David Griffin a lot of credit for, for Herb Jones. He was awesome in this one. One of the only guys that gets you need to work off ball. Cut when you're on the perimeter. And the defense is just standing around and you're making it easy on them. He does that. The basketball IQ is so high. He's a good teammate. He was like so worried about Kyrie Lewis Jr. who he played with in Alabama. You know, uh, wanting to call his uh, Kyrie Lewis Jr. family after the game. I kind of just love... Everything about this guy, and he had a good game in this. Like, a really big highlight, and in a bit of a mucky season for New Orleans. Just a really big highlight overall. There's other big-name, flashier rookies that are going to get more recognition than him. It's fine. It is what it is, right? But honestly, he's one of the more impactful players, one on the Pelicans right now, and probably in this rookie class. They need to start making sure he gets a little bit more of the respect that he deserves, in my opinion. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. I'm not feeling great. We're going to see if we have a show on Friday. I'm, I'm hopeful we will. I'm anticipating we will. We'll see if I'm getting them also my like COVID booster. So we're going to see how I feel the next day, if I can just kind of scream and talk for 20 minutes. But now for your second listen, make sure it's Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. It'll be ba- ah, sorry, I'll be back with you all next time.